0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the SSA podcast, focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host Stu and on today's show. Huge news casts a shadow over this year's Rolex 24 as BMW and Ferrari were found to have exceeded their permitted performance levels at the season opening Rolex 24 at Daytona. As a result, both manufacturers have lost all of their manufacturer points that they got during the race. And yet the results of the race remain unchanged with Ferrari still keeping their GTD Pro win. So what does this all mean? Here's everything we know so far. First of all, let's clear the air. This is different than the news that we had emerge around this time last year where Meyer Shank Racing intentionally manipulated the tire pressure data that they were sending to IMSA. Last year that news came out after the results were published and was actually brought to IMSA's attention by Honda themselves. The penalties that I'll talk about today are different. Let's start off with the bulletins that IMSA released. IMSA officials have reviewed the following matter and determined it to be a breach of the IMSA rules by the manufacturer and imposes the penalties listed below. The IMSA Technical Committee and the IMSA supervisory officials have unanimously determined that BMW and Ferrari demonstrated performance in the Daytona 24-hour race that exceeded IMSA's expectations as shared in the GT manufacturer's technical working groups. The goal was to ensure the demonstrated performance of the best example of each manufacturer car model would be within a targeted performance window allowing for competitive equivalency. The penalties that IMSA issued included a $25,000 fine to both BMW and Ferrari, and both manufacturers lost all of their WeatherTech Championship manufacturer points and all of their Michelin Endurance Cup manufacturer points. The bulls that were issued specifically reference Attachment 2 of the IMSA Sporting Regulations, which relates to BOP. You might recall IMSA took a new approach to BOP this season, opting to work closely with the manufacturers in preseason tests to determine the BOP. All of this was done in order to meet IMSS goals, which are laid out in the sporting regulations as ensuring the demonstrated performance of the best example of each manufacturer's car model is within a targeted performance window that allows for competitive equivalency and to enable each manufacturer an opportunity to compete and market the automotive architecture that is representative of their brand. So basically, they want each manufacturer to have their most competitive effort out there, and to compete on a level playing field against all the other manufacturers. Now after reading all that, there are some things that are pretty clear. IMSA officials deemed that BMW and Ferrari were not displaying the same performance that they were when they participated in the IMSA sanctioned tests, and thus were issued a penalty. How far outside these performance windows they were, we'll probably never know. But regardless of that, the rules were broken. Now both BMW and Ferrari had quite strong showings at Daytona. BMW picked up a third place finish in GTD Pro after a late brake change issue took Paul Miller Racing out of contention for that class win. And Ferrari was one of the beneficiaries of it. They won the GTD Pro class to go along with a second, third, and fifth fourth place finish in the GTD class. Now a valid question emerging from all of this is, why are the manufacturers the only ones that are being issued points penalties? The drivers and teams were using these manufacturers' cars in the race, so should they not be issued some sort of penalty as well? I think it boils down to this. With this new way of establishing BOP that IMSA introduced, manufacturers nominate a team and drivers to operate a car during this test. During this whole process, IMSA works very closely with the manufacturers to establish and agree on what these performance windows are for each car. And they've done this in a very open and transparent manner. Now, it appears that IMSA views this as something that the manufacturers did. Perhaps it wasn't being completely honest about their true pace during these tests, or out sandbagging. But based on this ruling and the fact that team points and driver points were not included in the list of penalties, it appears that IMSA thinks that maybe the teams and drivers shouldn't be affected by their manufacturer's decisions. Again, this isn't being said anywhere by IMSA, but it's just how I'm interpreting this. Now, of course, there's a huge argument here that never mind the teams and drivers of those manufacturers being treated unfairly. What about all the other competitors that played fairly and by the rules? They're being treated unfairly based on the decision to not penalize these teams and drivers. I mean, with these penalties, IMSA is admitting that both BMW and Ferrari had an unfair performance advantage. And by not penalizing, those teams and drivers that benefited from this, you're therefore, in a sense, penalizing the rest of the field. I also somewhat struggle to see how this discourages another team or manufacturer from doing this in the future. Meaning, yes, the Manufacturers' Championship is very valuable to the manufacturers. I'm sure that it plays heavily into their marketing efforts, as well as their reputation. But from a fan's perspective, I think it's safe to say that this doesn't quite carry the same weight as the Drivers' or the Team's Championship does. While I remain hopeful that we'll get some sort of explanation as to why only the manufacturer's championship is being affected with these penalties, I'm certainly not holding my breath waiting for a statement to be released. It is unfortunate that we're having to talk about this for the second year in a row post Rolex 24, but hopefully we'll get some more clarification before we hit the track again in Sebring. Before you go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so that you never miss an episode. You can also follow along with the show on X or check out the video version of the show on YouTube. Just look for Off in the S's. Also, a huge shout out to all of the Patreon supporters. If you too want to support the show, then you can head to patreon.com slash off in the S's. Once again, though, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend and doesn't go off in the S's.